It's Christian Martin coming to you from Koh Samoy, Thailand today. We're going to talk about something that a lot of new business owners experience. When they get into business, they feel like they're fake, like everyone can see it, like they shouldn't move forward because what they're doing is wrong. What we're going to talk about today is the imposter syndrome. You're about to be introduced to a group of fly-under-the-radar marketers who you've probably never heard of, living life on their own terms, working from anywhere in the world. While others live to work, we work to live. We reject the status quo, the cubicle, and the morning rush hour. We don't allow a boss to tell us how to live our lives. Instead of waiting until we're old and gray, we're spreading our retirements out over the next 60 years to enjoy the prime years of our lives. We can work from anywhere with a laptop and an internet connection. We do things differently. We work smart instead of hard. We don't trade time for money. We trade results and impact. If you would ask your parents or a college advisor if what we're doing is possible, they'd shake their heads. Yet, we're doing it every day from cafes on the beaches of Bali, mountain chalets in the mountains of Colorado, and jungle apartments in Colombia. And we're making more money than we'd ever make in a full-time job. This podcast is about one question. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from, where you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. Here's Christian. Welcome back to the podcast. If you've been listening this far, you rock. Please, if you like this podcast, go rate me on iTunes, share it with a friend. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I would venture to say Every single person, except for if you're a complete narcissist or sociopath, has experienced, and that is the imposter syndrome. So if you can feel shame, you've probably felt the imposter syndrome. Now, what does that mean? Imposter syndrome is when you go out there and you start to have some success at something, or you're just trying something new and you feel like a fake, you feel like you're an imposter and you shouldn't be doing it. The imposter syndrome will stop people in their tracks. A lot of times new business owners will start to have some success and they will sabotage themselves because deep down inside they feel like they're an imposter. Does that sound familiar? If it does, you're not alone. I have felt exactly the same way. So have some of the most successful people that I know. And in research studies, it's shown that even people in the tops of their field feel the imposter syndrome. So this is not something that we need to avoid entirely. It's something that's to be managed. That's probably always going to be there at least a little bit. But the more you practice your craft, the more you take the next step forward, the less you'll have to deal with the imposter syndrome. So let's break down a couple ways we can do this right now. So I had one of my clients reach out and they said, you know, I'm loving the process up until this point. But now that I'm reaching out to clients, I'm beginning to feel like an imposter. This is the chicken and the egg scenario where people want to have experience before they get started. Now, if you listen to that phrase, it's an oxymoron. You don't get experience until you go out there and you do something in the real world. So you can't wait until you have experience to start something. If you do, you'll never get started. And that's what happens to most people. They say, can you do this without prior experience? How do they think you get prior experience? You do it by doing something new for the very first time. And that's the hard part. And that's why most people never get started. So in this context, we're talking about going out there and starting a digital marketing business. 
either you're starting a marketing agency, you're generating leads for local businesses, whatever your niche and your offer is, if you're doing it for the first time, it's going to be uncomfortable. My yoga teacher told me when I was going through yoga teacher training in 2013, you have to show up and suck at something in order to show up and be good at it. What that means is you're going to be bad at something when you first start out. You need to accept that and be okay being bad at something. Now, this doesn't mean you should go out there and you should tell people that you're good at it if you're not. So what do we do? If you're going out there and you're starting a business for the first time, number one is practice and preparation. First, don't try and do it on your own. Find somebody who's been where you want to go before you, figure out what they've done, and then study it. And I don't mean go through their content once. I don't mean read their book once. I mean absolutely study it. So some of my friends make fun of me because one of my favorite books in the entire world, which I think is just a couple decades worth of experience in one book, is Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. And the day that I got my hands on this book, my entire life changed. But here's the thing. I didn't read the book once and then put it on a shelf. I read it once. I read it again. I got the audiobook version. I got the Kindle book version. I got books for my friends so that they could read it and we could talk about it. I highlighted my book. I read it every single week. I literally have read that book probably a hundred times, and I'm not done yet. But it's had the biggest impact of any book on my business. So when it comes to practice and preparation, there's a couple things you have to be aware of. Number one is repetition. The way to change your subconscious mind and the way to understand new material is through repetition. Bruce Lee said something along the lines of, I fear not the man who has 100 kicks or 1,000 kicks, but the man who has done one kick 1,000 times. So that laser focus, practicing something over and over and over and over again, is what gets you prepared and makes you feel confident. I remember a couple of years ago, I was reading a rock star biography, and they talked about rehearsing for six months before they went out on the road with their new album. So this is an album they had already recorded, they already knew the songs, but it's different in a live arena. And so they'd actually practice every day for six whole months to go out there and be show ready. And at the time I thought, wow, that is a lot of practice. But these are the best in the world. They entertain millions of people. And in these arenas, there's tens of thousands of people. So it helps to be prepared. That's how they go out there every night probably sometimes under the influence, and still nail their performance. So if you're feeling like an imposter, just practice over and over and over again. Prepare, 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 practice. That's going to ingrain it in your brain. Number two, when you're new at something, be honest about it and work for free or guarantee your work. So if your objection is, well, I don't want to mess up with this client, then just be honest with that client. Tell them you're new and tell them, hey, you know what? I know I'm new, but I'm going to cut you a deal because you're my first client. So I'm actually going to work for you for free as long as you'll hook me up with a testimonial if you like the results that we get. How does that sound? That's a pretty fair agreement, isn't it? So work for free or charge for your work and just guarantee it. Just say, hey, you know what? I have a money back guarantee. I know I'm new to this thing. I'm going to put all of my hard work and effort into getting you amazing results. And if I don't, I'm going to give you your money back. So that's the two ways to take that risk off the table for your client. The third way that we get past imposter syndrome 
is to accept that you will never be perfect. I know for you perfectionists out there, that's hard to hear. No one will ever be perfect. So I was listening to a Frank Kern podcast today, and he's talking about how to evaluate a marketing agency if you're hiring one. And he said, when you ask that agency if this is going to work, their answer should be, maybe, or I think so. And if they say with 100% certainty that it is going to work, they're lying to you. So the reason Frank said that is because in an uncertain world, you can't have certainty when it comes to complex tasks. So something like a new marketing campaign, you don't know what's going to happen until you launch and get it out into the world and see how the market reacts. Now you can do your preparation so that it's a calculated risk. It's not a blind risk. It's not a foolish risk. It's a calculated risk. But you'll never know for sure what's going to happen. So I think one of the greatest examples of this is venture capital companies. Now, the average venture capital company, if you don't know what that is, it's a company that invests in startups. Now, they'll invest in a portfolio of startups. And they expect most of them to fail. So they know that success in life is created by taking many calculated risks and getting one of them to pay off big, but without being willing to have the other, let's say that they invest in 10 companies, five of those might fail altogether. Three of those might be break-even, one might have some profit, and then there's going to be one of those companies, if they're good investors, that's going to a thousand times their investment. Now, they know that if they didn't invest in the other nine losers, they never would have found the 10th winner because you can't just hit it on your first try. And so the same goes with marketing. Number one, you got to launch a lot of campaigns and see what sticks. Do it in a calculated way, but know that you're going to have losers. And then the same goes with your business. So if you're new to business, you're not going to have a perfect track record, I'm sorry to tell you you're going to have some failures in there and you're going to have some really big wins. The key is just to get those big wins that make up for your failures. So don't be afraid to go out there and fail. Accept the fact that you're not always going to be perfect and you're not always going to win. And if you're so scared of failing, then make that your goal to fail. So if you're so scared of getting on the phone with clients because you think you might be rejected, I want you to make your goal to go get rejected by one client this week. When that thing that you're running from becomes your target, all of a sudden you realize, number one, that most of your fears never come true, and two, that it's not so bad if they do. So a lot of times when people do this, they'll actually realize, wow, I thought I would be rejected in this situation, but I wasn't. And if they do get rejected, they think, you know what, that wasn't so bad after all, I'm not so scared of this. The fourth way that we deal with imposter syndrome is to feel the fear and do it anyways. A lot of people want to wait until they are no longer afraid to try something. They think if they just prepare and practice like I talked about forever, eventually they won't be scared anymore and they can move forward. This isn't how the world works. The most successful people are scared. The least successful people are scared. Everybody is scared. The more you do something, the less fear you're going to have around it. But if you are being successful, if you are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, you're always going to have that fear. So you just want to feel the fear and do it anyways. 
get used to having that fear in your body, feel that tense, tenseness, and learn how to manage it and take action anyway. One of the best ways to deal with this is meditation because it'll make our unconscious fears conscious and then we can work with it. If we don't even know that we're scared, if we pretend that we're bored or disinterested or we rationalize our behavior to ourselves, instead of just admitting to ourselves that we're afraid, we're never going to be able to work with that fear. So accept your fear, say hello to it, welcome it in as a friend, it's not such a bad thing, and then just take the action anyways. So if you're dealing with imposter syndrome now or in the past or in the future, just know that you're not the only one going through this, that it's completely normal, that no matter how successful you become, you'll probably always have imposter syndrome, and that there are ways to manage this. And if you learn how to manage it, it's not so bad, and you can realize your wildest dreams. It takes persistence to accomplish anything worthwhile in life. It takes sticking with things, doing the hard things that are scary to us. So this is a worthwhile endeavor. This is what I've used to overcome imposter syndrome. I'm going to go through it one more time. Number one, practice and preparation. This is all about reps. How many repetitions can you do? Number two, be honest and work for free or guarantee your work. So go get a trial client and say, you know what, I'm new, but I'm going to work for free since I'm new. That way you can be straightforward about your situation and you don't have to worry about risking for the client. Number three, accept that you will never be perfect. No one will. Your career will have failures and it will have wins, just like a venture capital company. You just need those big wins to cancel out the failures. And number four, feel the fear and do it anyways. If you wait until you're no longer afraid, you will be waiting the rest of your life. I hope this helps. If you're feeling imposter syndrome, just know that I feel your pain. I've been there. We've all been there. And it's worth it to work through it. I hope these tips help. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with someone. Share it with a friend. Text message the link to somebody and say, hey, I think you'd like this because, and then tell them a reason. You can also go on the iTunes store and rate this. Tell me your honest opinion or reach out to me personally at support at christianmartin.org. Let me know what you think and I'll see you next episode. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from where you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review now. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. See you next episode.